can't have porridge because it brings poverty. You don't wash your hair. Washes away your good luck. No needles and scissors because you don't want to cut up your bad luck and stuff. No sweeping. No washing your clothes. No unlucky words like the number four. Um, No crying. No killing animals. No breaking dishes. No black or white clothes because they're unlucky colors. Um, Only even amounts of money. Don't borrow or lend any money because it leads to debt and don't go to hospitals or something it brings like illnesses hi everybody welcome to our new episode episode six of our podcast rice bowl reflections my name is jennifer and my name is janet Welcome back. Welcome. So today, we got a special episode. Yes. This upcoming week is Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year. You want to be like, you know, all inclusive. PC about it. Yeah. There's so many discussions and I don't want to say like wars, but like there's a lot of people debating over this topic of is it Chinese New Year or is it Lunar New Year? Because there's so many other words for it. There's there's Tet, and I don't know what the Korean one is, but but you know they go Happy Tet, Happy Tet. Yeah, so I guess it's just Asian. It's called Lunar New Year. It's because it goes by the what what Cantonese people call the old calendar, Gaolik. I think to it's more specifically it's Solar Lunar New Year. If you look it up, it's a Solar New Solar, solar Lunar <laughs> New Year. Solar Lunar New Year. Something where, like, I think it's, like, based off of the sun and the moon. It says the Lunar New Year is the beginning of the new year based on the lunar calendar or lunisolar calendar. Follows the lunar phase where the lunisolar calendars follow both the lunar and the time of the solar year. Isn't that interesting? There's so many names for this day or New Year's. Right. That's crazy. I mean, it's not just going to be one day of New Year. There is actually about two weeks worth of celebration for this New Year holiday. Yes, I think so. So we have, I think there's like, so like the the day before, it actually starts on the day before New Year's, is when you got to like clean everything. That's when you wash your hair, you sweep and all that stuff because... Because if you don't wash your hair the day before, and if you don't sweep the day before, once New Year's hit... Yeah, once New Year's hit, you can't wash your hair or sweep the floor because you'll sweep away all your good luck. So people do a lot of a lot of traditional things once New Year's hits. It's, a, it's almost like you, you hit the ground running and it's just a lot of celebrations and family time and games and it's just like it's something that definitely shapes you into who you are and gives you so many core memories like so many of my core memories are from this holiday really like list one of your core memories playing that game with the the deer the gourd the shrimp the crab the the dice game i feel like I never really got a chance to play it because it was just like gambling and our mom would always be like, don't be dumb enough to gamble away your New Year's money. (laughs) But I don't know if you remember in our elementary school, 
they actually had a celebration for oh yeah Lunar New Year. They had and all that stuff set up. They let us Yeah, and they set it up with beans. Like those the white beans or whatever. And remember they took those little beans that like eyeballs? Yeah, like the yeah, white beans yeah. with the they're, black I dots. Think, I don't know if so they were like mung beans or just whatever. They were just like big legging yeah. beans, and they were just like yeah. It, it, we used that instead of like poker chips or something. Exactly. So when we were in school, they let us play that game, and they didn't have money. They just used those beans, and we, we used the beans to bet and play that game. Uh, but in real life, you would bet money on whichever animal on the on the little what do you call that like a play um, like a pad it's like a roulette thing like you you guess which animal that your dice is gonna land on yeah the dice has six sides so there's six characters to choose from so there's like there's a crab there's a shrimp there's a deer there's a gourd and i'm missing two more and i don't i don't really remember is it like a fish Oh yeah, I think. Um, mm. <laughs> but anyways, there are six six circles with each of the the animals in those circles. I don't know if you count the gourd as an animal, but anyways, yeah. So you put your bet on that, and then whatever the dice lands on, and that will be the winning round for that animal. And then whoever bet on that circle will win everybody else's bets. So it's the crab, the fish, the uh-huh. gourd, the chicken. Oh, chicken! And then there's a prawn, and then there's a like a like a money. Oh, okay. It's called the fish prawn crab dice game on on Amazon. Oh my gosh! What is a Chinese dice game with the animals called? It's called Yu Ha Hai. Well, I thought it was a fun game. <laughs> How about you? Do you have any any memories of? you know celebrating cny lny um i think i only remember stuff like more recently like um the last few years or not the last few years but last few years before the last few years we used to go when we actually celebrated it yeah we went to san gabriel area we ate at this it's called beagles like restaurant and then there was this wacky hostess lady who was really entertaining and she started karaokeing while we were eating poon choy remember i do remember yeah yeah so that's one of my core memories our parents were very adamant about going to this restaurant for their poon choy it was because our mom heard the the thing on the radio that was like oh this poon choy is like uh and it was like not it was not too expensive or something and so we went that one year and it she was so entertaining that the second year i suggested that we go back there and so we, we actually that's why went, we went there, back there like a couple times in between for dinner as well I think their food wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. But didn't they... Aren't they, like, gone now? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> the lady was kind of whack. <laughs> uh, she's a little crazy, but she was she was the source of entertainment. She was very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, like we mentioned, there were... <sighs> quite a few days of New Year's, huh? Yes. So... I think growing up, though, we only really celebrated, like... The first day, um, there's one, like, where it's, like, everybody's birthday. Yep. And then, like, there's, did we even do... I think that we only really celebrated two days. Yeah, so there's um, the... So, like, the night before is the day you, like, wash your hair and clean and sweep and everything. Because, like, on the day of, you don't want to wash your hair or sweep. 
because you're you start the new year with a bunch of luck so yeah so it's like the day before then you have the day of which is when you celebrate everything day seven is called yanyat which is the everyone's birthday and then i think the 15th day is supposed to be when you eat your tong yuns and your dumplings or whatever and the 15th day is the last day i don't remember which day though that you weren't supposed to go out and visit anyone remember so on new year's day you can't have Mm. porridge because it brings poverty you don't wash your hair washes away your good luck no needles and scissors because you don't want to cut up your bad luck and stuff no sweeping no washing your clothes no unlucky words like the number four um no crying no killing animals no breaking dishes no black or white clothes because they're unlucky colors um only even amounts of money don't borrow or lend any money because it leads to debt (laughs) and don't go to hospitals or something it brings like illnesses dang well sucks for me I think it's like for yourself. Like you're not going because you're sick. You're going for work. True. And then you're not supposed to have porridge and meat for breakfast on New Year's Day because only poor people eat porridge. Like jok is like the the rice that you boil. And then... um, Congee. Yeah, so you have to eat congee. Or you can't eat congee or else it's like kind of like... It's like how you start the New Year's, how like your year will go. So... Don't eat poor people food on the first day because you don't want to, like, make it a bad omen. So we got to eat some expensive stuff, a.k.a. whatever's in the poon choy. No, well, it says um, also for breakfast you shouldn't eat meat because you're respecting the Buddhist gods who are veg- vegans, vegetarians. They don't like killing of animals. So you want to eat a breakfast that doesn't have any meat. Lucky foods. Nah... I think there's a certain day. Married daughter is not allowed to visit the house of her parents on Chinese New Year's Day. Um, Because if you do, you'll bring bad luck to your parents. If you're married, if you're a married female daughter, don't visit your parents. Wow, if Jill can hear you. On Chinese New Year's Day. Because it'll cause them economic hardship. Oh, gosh. So isn't Jill out of town, though? On New Year's Day? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know what her schedule is like on the 10th. Um, well, because I asked her to record that podcast and she was just like, I'm gonna do No, she's like going to like Mammoth today, this morning or something like that. And I don't, and then, and then she's, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Now, oh, next weekend she'll be in Mammoth. That should be the weekend of Chinese New Year. Oh. So that's fine. She'll be out of town for Chinese New Year. Unless she doesn't leave oh, yeah, until she Sunday. Big Bear but. today. And then mom's staying mom's birthday Birthday. tomorrow mom's birthday is tomorrow anyways there are quite a few superstitions there are there are um yeah but i think i think you pretty much covered a lot of them uh i think to mention you know you want to eat your lucky foods Ooh yes so lucky foods you uh one of the chinese sayings is lin lin yao yu and that you sounds like Yu, which is i guess like a surplus a surplus like lots of it so it's kind of like saying like every like every year you kind of wish um lots of stuff wealth and stuff and prosperity or whatever for people How, what other chinese sayings do you know do you know do you remember any mm, nothing comes to mind okay i have some 
in my list. Okay. There's a uh, Gong Hei Fa Choi. That's the classic. Gong Hei. Yep. Uh, Gong Hei is like um, you're pushing Hei is like a <laughs> good stuff. Hei is like like a, bursting. Gong Hei know, like, is like almost like bursting with luck. Gong Hei Lei is yeah, kind of like good luck. So when you Gong Hei, you're like pushing Hei, which is like luck. Fat Choi. Fat is like generate Choi as wealth. So it's like good luck, lots of wealth. There's also San Lin Fai Lo, which is Happy New Year, right? San Lin is New Year. Fai Lo. <laughs> How do you translate that? Happiness, isn't it? Fai, fai Lo. Oh yeah. Happiness for the New Year. Oh yeah. Happy New Year. Suddenly, Philo. Happy. Philo. Yeah. Happy. yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, um, Sun Tai Gin Hong. Sun Tai Gin Hong. Um, Sun Tai is um, your body. Health. Right? Sun Tai is your body, right? Oh, yeah. Sun Tai is body. Gin and then Hong Gin is, like Hong is good health. Uh, health, yeah. So it's like health for your body. Good health for your body. Um, leaning yu that one I covered. Bo bo go sing. So bo bo yep bo yep bo is a step. Step so by step. So when you say bo bo step step, go sing go like high. Sing means rise. Going up. So every may you rise step by step is a literal translation. Um, it's just kind of like a you know progress in life. I don't hear that one too often. I'm. I still remember hearing it like a few times or something, you know, when people like write it on their thingies. Dai gut dai lei. Dai gut. Uh, what's a gut? Gut is, isn't it just like the fruit? Yeah. A gut is the, um, is it a mandarin orange or is it like an apricot or something? <laughs> uh, gut. Like a tamarind or something? It, uh, tamarind. Gut. Uh, tangerine? Tangerine. Oh, tangerine. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a tangerine. So, I mean, it's, tangerine's like a... It's like when you say gut, sounds like the word luck in Chinese. So that's why when you give someone a tangerine, it's like symbolism of giving luck to somebody. Lots coming. Mm, What's a dai? It's like big, lei, like coming. So like Mm. a big tangerine, big influx. Mm, So like a good influx of tangerine, a.k.a. luck. Oh, okay, okay. Or is it lay as in like, you know what I mean? It's like that, the word, um, tongue, just kidding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> kind of like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It could be also mean like, I don't know what kind of lay it is. Like it could be coming or like, do they mean like, uh, lay as in gato lay? Like, you know how mom says it? So daikat is like lots of luck. And then, um, like uh and then dai lei is profit lei is profit so dai got dai okay, lei that's the that's the lei they're talking about yeah that's the lei they're talking about it helps if you can read in chinese but we can't read any chinese characters so we don't know like yeah we just kind of guess it just kind of sounds like lei can mean can mean many things until you read the character symbol lei can be like lei like come here or lei like your tongue <laughs> Right, lei can mean so many things in Chinese. It depends on your tone and stuff, and it's like so. We just kind of have to guess the word when we see it. But <laughs> yep. Um, then well, we. This, how about you? How about you do the next one because it has your animal in it. 
Okay, um, Long Ma Jing San. Long is a dragon, which is the year of the dragon this year, in case you don't know. Ma is horse. And then Jing San is energy. When, when you say Long Ma Jing San in Cantonese, it's kind of like, you know, may you have like the energy of a horse and a dragon. Because, you know, dragons are just such a powerful sort of spiritual animal. And then a horse is just like, you know, very strong and powerful physical animal. So that's a Long Ma Jing San. And then our next one. Some something something sing. <laughs> Samsung si sing. So Samsung, so what your heart wants. Samsung, you know. They go Samsung What does your heart want to do, you know? Samsung si sing is like a uh, come true. So Samsung uh, si sing. What your heart wants comes true. So it's kind of like may all your wishes come true. Like on your birthday. May all your wishes come true. Samsung si sing. That's my list I gathered up with the help of ChatGPT. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, ChatGPT. But I had to translate some of it in my head, you know, because I'm just like, I don't read Chinese and pinyin and... Yeah, right? I, I don't understand the numbers. Um, so the numbers are the tone. The numbers really threw me off. The numbers are the tone. Oh. It's like, do-do-do-do. Remember? Well, there's like nine tones or something in Cantonese. Yeah, but like... Uh, you know, it doesn't mean anything still to me. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I guess you would you would have to actually see like the, what you the number one, know. two, three, four is. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I gave you a phrase that you didn't know, like this is a common phrase that you hear all the time, so you know how to pronounce it. Uh-huh. But if I gave you a phrase and then just gave you this pinion uh-huh. with random numbers, like yeah, I'd be like you wouldn't know how to read that, you know? Swing. Sissing, ceasing, and then I'd be like, right. I don't even know what that means. What man. Does that mean? Right. But yeah. All right. Chinese. Difficult. Yeah. There's so many words that sounds all the same. All right. And then if you like change the tonality of a certain word, it becomes a different word. That is true. Like, Liang Jai or Liang Jai. Liang Jai. <laughs> <laughs> One can mean handsome, and one can be... Young man. Young... <laughs> yes. Yes. So So do you have any, like, New Year foods? Because I know, like, there are a lot of foods that people traditionally eat for the New Year's. Um, for good luck. Do you have anything that you like? Yes. So, I, I mean, like, right now, I'm, like, on a soup dumpling kick, but any dumpling would work for me. Oh, okay. Um, as long as it's a Chinese dumpling, Well, though. you have two soup dumplings at home, so you can technically celebrate New Year's by eating just the dumplings. I can. Also, um, noodles. Yeah, everybody has noodles in their, for, in their drawers somewhere, in their cabinets, in the kitchen. Yep, so when you're, like, celebrating, it's a... you. Like eating noodles, there's nothing wrong with it. It's actually really nice because it's um, it sounds like a cheong min, cheong mang bak is like um, is like a long life. Bak is like yep bak is one hundred, so bak a hundred years. So um, 
when you eat noodles, um, usually for like New Year's, they have like more uncut noodles that are like longer than normal ones. And um, it just kind of symbolizes having like a long life. But you can eat it for your birthday, too, because then it's just kind of like symbolizing long life, long life, longevity. I know there's something you like. There are so many things. I specifically really like gluttonous rice, sticky rice. Mm. They're like different. They're pretty much just sticky rice, like wrapped in like banana leaves. And then like whatever filling is the different types of filling, which makes it different kind of dish. Do you remember what it's called in Chinese, though? Or do we have a zhong? Zhong? Okay, I never liked zhong, but it's um, it's like that sticky rice, and inside you wrap like the mung beans and the sometimes you sometimes you add the meat in there, like the pork belly or something, like pork belly. Mm. And yep. you wrap it in the banana leaves, and like it comes in like this giant log, and then um, you're not supposed to like eat the whole thing in one sitting. It's like a share. You can share it. Usually, you share it. It's very heavy. It's very heavy, so you normally just eat it by, like, a slice. Um, So when you slice it, it comes out, like, a little circle, circular slice of it, and you just just eat that. Yeah, because you slice off, like, a log. But at the same time, you're not supposed to really use knives and sharp objects. You use a chopstick. So, yeah, so you would have to slice it with a chopstick, or you can also use that string that ties up the log and just cut technically cut through it with that that's twine. true yeah so um personally i've used neither and i've only just used a fork and just kind of got my share and call it a day i hated eating that stuff that's because you don't like it made sticky, me rice. Hate sticky rice but i think it made me hate sticky rice i think my favorite because like of the pork belly in there it was so like fatty and as a kid like I loved eating that so that was why I would eat it because of the the fatty pork inside I think that was the only part I did eat I didn't like the rice or the beans I I just love taking the fatty pork and just mixing it into the sticky rice because then it makes it really like easy to swallow and I don't know it's maybe a texture thing I also like that it was kind of chewy and it kind of um. had like a kind of like a rice grain taste to the to it. Like I don't even know how to describe it, but it was kind of grainy. The, there was like a smell of it, and I enjoyed. I that. like the smell. And then also, our mom. I feel like she didn't pan fry them until later in our life, mm. and I think that's when I started eating a little bit more. But I think I still didn't like it because it was just like. To me, it was dry, like especially with the beans. Yeah, I just didn't like it. I remember it was just me, dad, and like mom would eat some, but she wouldn't eat it as much as dad dad or I did. I remember I was stuck eating it a lot, though. Uh, Besides, like dad helping out to eat, he wasn't really home too much, and so he didn't really eat most of it at home so i was kind of stuck eating all at of work. it <laughs> and i feel like maybe the later years as i was older and ate it i've kind of felt tired of it but now that i haven't had it for a few years i really crave it and i i was actually telling janet the other day that i i really miss it 
And I actually talked to my mom or our mom earlier today and she was like telling me how to make it because when she was young and she was a kid, her mom would make it for New Year's. Well, I think it was like people just gift it. So like you would have like everybody gifting different families just like logs of this stuff. So it's like we would have to finish like three whole logs of it and they were heavy imagine eating that like i don't know two slices like they're like two like three or four pounds for for like one of these weeks because you could not finish that in one week i know and i'm sure our dad i'm sure papa like he probably didn't want to eat it as much at home because he was eating it at work (laughs) oh my gosh he probably was and then remember the the little um it's like a little platter of candied coconuts. Oh, that weird like and there was air like dried green, fruit pink, stuff. and white coconut flakes. And then it came yes. in like a little elephant they were like trunk this weird chewy thing. They were like pink, green, yellow, and white, and they were like they came in. A I think they were the coconut flakes. Platter. Yeah, I didn't like the. I mean, I yeah. don't like coconut in general, but like it was just like yes. candied coconuts. But, and then, like, the pink and the green was, like, food dye. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, candied coconut slices that were, like, dehydrated. My favorite was, like, the the coconutty elephant trunk-looking cookie crackers things that came in those little platters. Mm. It's almost like the cheese board of New Year's. Ugh. I I didn't like those things at all. Yeah. It was a terrible was the big board. But I think one of my favorites is eating the little red seeds, the pumpkin oh, seeds. Oh, those like yeah, they like dyed red or something. They were it was weird, but they were like so hard to peel. I feel like they were like softened. I I don't so, know. Like, it was I, okay, when I was to crack. When I was younger though, I was able to crack them no problem and I would eat a lot of them. But then now that I'm older, I I would try and all I did was like I all I keep doing is, are is like breaking them in half and then I can't even eat it. And then so I haven't eaten those in a while because I keep breaking them in half. Also there's tongyun. I really like the sesame one. So it's just a uh, like gelatinous mochi. Oh, it's mochi, basically. Yeah, it's basically with, mochi. Uh, like a sesame paste filling. It's like a sweet sesame paste yes. inside of mochi. And they come in, they sell them in the supermarkets frozen. So they're like little balls of mochi with sesame. And then they're, they come frozen and you put it in like boiling water. You boil them and then you can either eat them with like, like sugar water, like basically just water and sugar or you can put it with like a sesame cereal the sweet rice flour that they used to make it is basically the same thing as like mochiko which is mochi yeah they actually have different kinds like um they, i think they also have white sesame balls and then they also have like peanut yeah, butter peanut balls ones. or not peanut butter but like I, a peanut i remember paste. grandma loved the peanut butter ones yeah, she did. She ate that a lot, and she would serve that a lot. Oh, also, there's um something called lingo. Have you seen it? Have you had it? I'm pretty sure I have. It's like a brown, uh, I don't know, like spongy cake, maybe. I like I don't remember yeah. eating it, 
but like I remember hearing about it all the time. Okay, yeah, now I, I know I know I have had it before. Um, I know mom, I think mom made it once before. Or like we had it in like China or something. I think I had it in China. Mm, I mean, probably like at the dim sum places or something too. Yeah, they would serve that. It's not like strictly for the holidays. They would actually have that on non-holidays. Mm. Uh, grandma used to make it actually. Really? Yeah. Mom, I'm, I'm pretty sure mom has made it before. Chengun. Got spring rolls, which uh, I really wanted to make today, but didn't have... I didn't have the uh, right ingredients, so I skipped out on making spring rolls. What What did you need? Just like ground pork and vegetables? I just needed lettuce. Uh, no, I think you put cabbage in there. Lettuce. No, this 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 chungun is like the the deep fried one. Oh, that's an egg roll. This one says the deep fried ones though. Spring roll is those one, the the deep fried ones and then egg rolls is um thicker and i think in english there's two words for it there's two words for the two uh-huh. different kinds but i think in chinese they just call it chungun for both the hand spring rolls and then the the fried egg rolls is still chungun because mom calls it the same no because you have dangun dangun is the little one in the tin can the cookie Oh, mm, hold on. Chinese egg roll versus spring roll versus... Mom has always called it chungun, both of them. So so Chinese spring rolls are the deep fried ones that we know. And then Vietnamese ones are the chungun's that are the rice paper ones. So they're both chungun. But so in Chinese, uh-huh. both an egg roll and a spring roll is called a chungun. In Vietnamese, they're nam nung or whatever, you know, the... You know they call that a summer roll now? Vietnamese rolls are more correctly translated as Saigon rolls because they were invented in Saigon. It used to be called nem Saigon, Saigon rolls in the north. Chinese spring rolls have a vegetable filling, but Saigon rolls are based on meat. Which is the name? Nam. I love Nam Nung. Yeah, we're now on this tangent of spring rolls. I think we're just hungry right now and craving Brodard spring rolls. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're so good and their freaking secret sauce is so good. Oh my gosh. Nobody else, no other restaurant has been able to duplicate and make the same same flavor because that stuff is like so unique cannot be replicated so supposedly spring rolls are mostly a vegetarian um roll with lots of vegetables in there and then egg rolls are the ones with like meat inside Egg roll is the fried one, though. But then there's sweet egg rolls. No, no, okay, so... So, chungun is the fried one in Chinese. Chungun is the fried uh-huh. ones with the vegetable. Then dangun is the cooked ones, or the, the the fried ones with meat. And then you have the sweet egg roll, which is the dessert one in the tin can. Mm-hmm. 
And then you have the American Chinese one with lots of meat and barely any vegetables. Um, so Vietnamese one is the fried or is a is a spring roll, which is the one with the you know the shrimp or the pork or whatever the nam in there. And then there's also a Vietnamese fried one. There's way too many names, and I don't think this was very clear to anybody. So if you are still confused, you can just Google it because. It's very hard to explain. They're all just rolls, whether they're fried or not. Yeah. The sweet one, though, is just like a crispy, crunchy biscuit. Egg tart. Kind of like a tartish. Yeah. Like a cookie, but in a roll form. A biscuit. Oh, that's so it's good. A cookie biscuit. Remember eating, like, eating till the end and all the crumbs at the bottom and like i don't know why but everybody fought for it we'd use a spoon but then i think at around the end of like eating that like dad would always claim it (laughs) like he would get mad if we ate like the the crumbs so we would always save the crumbs for him yeah i don't know he just like really enjoyed like having a spoon and just digging into that the bottom of that tin and just eating the crumbs while watching tv at the end of his work day i think that's his form of like self-care so this year's the year of the dragon people born in the year of the dragon are pretty lucky i think and then they're also really strong and good lots of good luck and being entrepreneurs and stuff our mom is a year of the dragon that is true and that means she's alex is a year of the dragon alex is a year of the dragon so he's like a multiple of 12 this year so Mm -hmm. 88 so he's 36 right 36 or 48 he's 36 this year (laughs) he's 36 or 48 (laughs) can't get any older you you guess (laughs) um and our mom is 60 this year. So, you know, happy multiple of 12. Happy year of the dragon. Happy year of the dragon. The dragon's like usually viewed as the most powerful or something like that. But they didn't win the race, did they? Yes. So about that. There's there's like this whole old like folklore or whatever you call it, like where these animals. So like there was like a king who who was like. I think like he pretty much wanted the zodiac for and so he picked like 12 animals they were supposed to swim across a big like river or like a bed of water or something and okay but like the background of that is that he this king wanted wanted to wanted these animals to compete to see who would be the first of the zodiac yeah the first in said, line the in the tw- zodiac line animals so he he really picked he really picked a bunch of animals and made them all race and so uh dragon was one of them but but they weren't first even uh spoiler alert <laughs> they did not win the race but it was for a very noble reason oh okay do tell so apparently the dragon didn't win the race because on their way over there they ran into some people and animals that needed water so the dragon summoned had to take some time and summon rain for these people and animals to drink wow it's like wow so kind of you but you know who's first who came first the freaking rat you want to know why the rat is a rat the rat was an a-hole the rat was an a-hole. The cat didn't make it because the rat tricked... Well, 
The rat talks the humble ox into carrying them across the water. So they were both first. And the cat... I, I don't remember what, uh, I think what happened, told him but it was like the a rat different day. tricked the cat. I think you told him it was like tomorrow Yeah, he, he like told the cat a different day. And then the cat, even though they woke up really late or something, they couldn't swim across the water because they're cats. Cats don't like water. So the rat rides on top of the ox. And when they get near the finish line, the rat jumps off the ox and gets to the finish line first. Then the ox makes it through. And then after the ox, was it the roost? who was a zodiac i don't know i just know that it was like in our in order of our zodiac so it was like dragon uh dragon snake horse sheep something then rooster okay mouse then rooster so the the rat then the ox rooster then mouse rat then the ox and then um the tiger and the rabbit they're both very fast you know tigers are really fast rabbits are really uh-huh. fast um and tigers are faster than rabbits so tiger and then the rabbit and then we got the dragon who could have made it first but was doing a good deed dude the dragon could have just um, like flew over everybody and still won like i don't know like you would think a dragon would win well still i don't know and then after the dragon it was a snake and then after the snake it was the horse and and then the goat and then another animal and then rooster um then a monkey oh that's what it was and then rooster dog and a pig so the pig was last the pig is last okay yeah so the cat was taking a big nap and then didn't make it into the zodiac party um and but since, you know, the, the rat lied to the cat and, like, messed with the cat, then that's why cats hate rats. I don't know if anybody watches anime, but Fruits Basket kind of shows how these animals interact with each other. Just a little fun side note. Oh, yeah, you were really into Fruits Basket when you were in middle school. I was. Was that one of the first mangas you read? Yeah, it was. I thought it was. I thought the art was really cute. Anyways, <laughs> Year of the Dragon, heroism and courage. Yes, welcome to the Year of the Dragon. Happy birthday to all the Year of the Dragon people. Also, if you want your child to be born in the Year of the Dragon, wait, you gotta wait another twelve. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nope. No, 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 no. You still have all of February. Oh, you still got this year. Because if you have all of February, you still have a chance of having a baby in like november oh, man you guys and then early march it's already it's already february so get to it and if you do it in early march you have a chance of having a birth in like december so quick go make your babies i wish i had a dragon baby to be honest just wait 12 years then they would bring honor and wealth and prosperity and everything dang anyways that's it for what i have for new year's um hopefully next year maybe we can talk about more stuff and different zodiac animals yeah we should have a whole episode of like the different ones and like maybe their personalities or something you know chinese new year or lunar new year is like two weeks long we can technically have yeah, more we can also have a uh part two an episode Ooh, we can we'd have like a whole all all 12 zodiac animals we'll make an episode for each Ooh. of them and put it online and then you can just click on it and view information about your zodiac animal i don't think any of those episodes are going to be really that long but you know we could 
there'll be like bite-sized episodes for our subscribers only a little mini mini series yeah for either youtube or yeah so um your new year's plans are going to work right i don't know what i'm doing for new year's i don't think my schedule goes that far yet i'll have to find out um no new year's is on saturday next saturday Saturday. I don't think I'm working Saturday, but it's not like I can go out and get red envelopes. Oh. But yeah. You're still um, wearing your dress. I'm wearing my little um, Chinese... Kipow. Kipow. It looks cute. Too bad I don't get to show it off. Take pictures in it. Maybe, oh, maybe I'll have dim sum with it on. Tomorrow? Or like New Year's? So it was, it's not this week. Next week, me and Dorothy and our new friend that we met are going to have dim sum. Ooh, I should have dim sum. It's going to be busy, but... Well, we're going to do it on Sunday. We were going to do it on Saturday, but I have class in the morning, so I'm just going to do it Sunday. Ooh, I'm going to do it next weekend. That would be so fun. Yeah. Next weekend, that's when I'll do it too. Wait, are you going by yourself or are you going with Alex's parents? Alex will be back by Friday. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I can, I have someone to go with, but, you know. Hopefully they have, like, New Year's specials, like the foods. Oh, yeah, it'll just cost more because it's New Year's. I hope not. (laughs) But, yeah. Okay, everybody, thanks for tuning in to this week's special episode of Chinese Lunar New Year. Um, We're glad you were able to join us. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on social media. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'm hoping one day we will be able to be maybe record our faces on YouTube or something. So um, stay tuned for that. Let us know if you even want that. Like, yeah. But if not, then, you know, we'll just be here. But I got, I just, I guy, I wish that you guys could see Janet's dress and her red nails that she painted. Oh my gosh, my freaking dollar store nail polish. It's already chipping. Maybe, maybe one day there'll be video content so you can see Janet's outfit. I'll post, I'll, I'll post an Instagram picture. Follow, follow us on Instagram and you'll see a picture of me for New Year's. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see you in the new year. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Year of the Dragon. Gong hei fa choi. Li lin yao yu. Sing dan fa. I mean, um, sun lin fai lok. Sing dan fai lok. Bye. Same thing. Bye.